0: You are now listening to an Average Joe Media production. So father yes i feel like i'm somebody my life is my kid so i tell about it and i swear it's all about that Welcome to another episode of Baby Daddy Chronicles It is I, it is he, it is your future favorite, Baby Daddy And today, I have a guest on uh, One of my dad's friends, uh, Dr. Joshua, right? Correct, yep, Dr. Joshua, yes indeed How how you doing today?
1: I'm doing good today, man, real good, real good Always good to be in Orlando, Florida, up mm-hmm. here in uh, the central Florida area by Disney World and okay. all that good stuff. So are you from the West Coast? I'm originally from the West Coast. Yeah, okay. born and raised in the Bay Area. Okay. Migrated to Los Angelinos, as I call it, when I was 18. Los Angelinos, okay. Uh, went to Long Beach State University and uh, been out there ever since. And about 10 years ago, uh, felt inspired to move to South Florida. So I became by okay. coastal uh met my wife at church okay and i've been stationed in south florida and los angeles ever since
0: okay and you say you've been married for seven years right? seven years yeah. okay how's um and how how old are your kids
1: oh my daughter is 13 years of age so i had her before i got married okay. and then my son is six years old
0: okay 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 all right all 13 to six that's a little gap like <laughs> a little gap, yeah, 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 absolutely you done have you done no more Nah, no, 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 no more, no no. Okay, my wife okay. would like more, but I'm done. I'm okay. done. I'm done. I respect that. I respect that. How's your mental health before we get started?
1: I think my mental health is great. Actually, okay. I feel good. My mind is right. My okay. emotions is right. So yeah, okay. definitely in a good, yeah. a really good space.
0: So I definitely appreciate you the time to uh, to do this with me. I'm doing good myself. Oh, that's here. Great. Blessed. Yeah. You know, things don't always go the way they go, but nope. as long as I'm living, that's it. So that's it. today, right? I wanted to touch on um, giving your child grace, okay. and sometimes how that's important because as uh from what I realized from parents, sometimes we forget that we were kids as well. Mm-hmm. And they're literally they're literally little image little spitting in little people of us. Right. So right. then we don't give them enough grace and it's like, oh uh, well, why can't you do this? But sometimes you gotta remember like they're doing what thirteen year olds would do. Right. Or they're doing what six year olds would do. Right. So how do you feel like you give your children enough grace or is that something you feel like you need to work on or so you have a good balance with that.
1: I think I, I give them much grace. I'm more of the easygoing father. Okay. I will say this my daughter is much more easier than my son. What do you mean? Give me an example. What I mean by that, my daughter's more just she's chill. She's okay. you know, 13 years, no problem, straight A student. Maybe because her mother is really strict. So mm-hmm. I, I think I could probably align that with that. But my, my daughter's just cool, chill, relaxed. Um, has high emotional intelligence. Okay. Um, she's very, very just calm, peaceful. My son is like the mayor of the world. Um, he <laughs> talks to everybody, meets everyone. But mm-hmm. in addition to that, he's going to push the envelope. Okay. And if he wants something, he wants something. So that's a great trait, by the way. So he's okay. going to be very ambitious. He's going to do everything he can. He'll come like 50 million different ways to get what he mm-hmm. wants. Uh, but then again, you have to really discipline him. You have to remind him. Um, and I go a little extreme sometimes. And the reason I go extreme is so that I could imprint that in his mind, so he knows like, okay, I can't play around with my father because I'm never mm. telling what he may do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, my kids are great. There, they listen to me. I don't have major talk back, so pretty much it's good. Um, so as far as grace, I, I think I'm pretty graceful. You know, unless okay. it's something I really don't agree with, I'll, okay. I'll have to like, no, you shouldn't be doing that.
0: Yeah, because I know growing up, like I was, I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was horrible. I just really didn't expect authority like that. So I already know, like when I have kids, I'm like, okay, yeah. I got to give them to about like seventh grade because that's when I got it I got to I got it together in eighth grade so anything past that are right, your grace is kind of like you had a you had like a 13 year period right, like exactly. you know of, of this grace so I definitely understand but I just feel like when it comes to like some parents it's like they'll be so hard on their kids and they'll be like why are you doing this and that but I'm like bro like you was doing the same exact stuff right at that age like so I think as parents like I wanted somebody else on it was like, uh, we gotta remember that all parents are really just big, bigger kids. Mm-hmm. That's really all that they are. Right. It was like they they may have matured, but they're still a big kid at heart. And now they have a kid. And it's just like, yo, like sometimes we just gotta be able to just sit back mm-hmm. and reflect and be like, okay. I can't stand that you did this. But I did the same thing you, at your age and right. I knew better. So I'm gonna give you this grace, but I'm gonna have to sit down and talk to you, be like, hey. Is this why we don't do this? Because I feel like if you're too hard on your kids, you'll push them away.
1: Right. Yeah, I think there's there's two things. I think, number one, I think it has to come from a place of love. So mm, I think there has to be mm-hmm. authentic love. Mm-hmm. Um, and authentic love is where, like, when I communicate, when I discipline, it's not that I want to hurt you. It's not that I'm mad. Like, I'm allowing my frustrations mm-hmm. or my irritation but it's actually coming from a place that I want to make you better, mm. and so I think that intentionality is really important. So everything I do, it's about making you better, mm-hmm. and so I think that's a a, stand, a first stance. And I think the second thing is everything's a learning lesson. Yes, you know I often tell people that failure is a preparation for success, mm. and that everyone is going to fa- everyone uh, and that everyone is going to fail in the journey. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's this old saying. When I was younger, this new generation doesn't get it. But the old generation understand They used to be this thing. They said first is the worst and second is the best. Mm, and okay. uh, and uh, we used to say that but not understanding the truth behind that mm-hmm. because your first is always going to be the worst and your second is always going to be better mm. in anything that you do. And so with your children, when they make that mistake, when, they, when things don't go the way that they desire – you know, you don't want to be hard on them and say, you're the worst person in the world. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, you're da-da-da-da-da, you know, all the negative words. But this problem is sit down and say, okay, this is what happened. How can we learn from this? How can we grow from this mm. and then use it, you know, more, uh, mm-hmm. use it as we move forward? Mm. So I think that's a, that's a way of getting grace. And um, I've done that with my son a couple of times when he, he did bad or he wasn't doing his work. Okay. Um, so I do my, my manipulation. I'll say, okay, fine. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take away your car. Or something he likes. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to hold on to it. And you have the entire week. If you can show me improvement and you can do good, I'm going to give it back to you. And okay. that is work with my son. He'll do better. And then I give it back to him. Mm-hmm. And then there was another time where he was just really nice. He was he was, he was was giving. And I said, I'm a believer in generosity. So I gave him a jersey, Laker jersey, okay. based on actions that exemplify what it means to, what I believe to do the right thing. Okay. And so I think that's a matter of grace is rewarding Um, As well as teaching throughout the process
0: When you got your doctorate Was your kids like Young enough to be able to To remember it Or were they still like Yeah my son was really young Okay My daughter was a little older So she
1: understands a little bit Okay But I don't know if they fully Got the grasp of it yet
0: so uh, how big would you say education is in your family? Like it's, it's, very it's a, big. Oh, okay. yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a strong believer in education. Okay. Um, again, I believe you can, you can be educated in a variety of ways. Correct. So I don't want to just say you got to go to school mm-hmm. and that determines education. I mean, education, you don't have to have a degree and you can be very educated. Mm-hmm. So education is a, is a multifaceted thing. I think it just aligns with what your purpose is in life. Okay. You know, so for me, when I went to school... Um, that was, you know, that was just something I wanted to do because I wanted to be an NBA basketball player. Mm. In order to be an NBA basketball (laughs) player, player. you gotta go to college, right? Mm -hmm. So that was number one for me. And then being what I wanted to do, I felt like it was a good path for where I wanted to go to. And I love college. Okay. And then after that, I went to my master's in my, in my doctoral program. But the reason okay. I did that is because I realized it could enhance my speaking. Mm-hmm. So I was a leadership speaker. So all my master's was in organizational leadership. And my doctoral was in organizational leadership. Again, okay. it's all connected to my purpose. And mm-hmm. so that's what I think is really important for people is people just go through the motions without really considering, okay, what skill sets, what competencies do I need mm-hmm. in order to align where I'm going? Mm -hmm. And I think that's really, really important.
0: Okay. I want to touch on this before we get back to, uh, because you said something else. Do you feel like growing up, your parents gave you enough grace? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. My parents definitely gave me enough grace. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely. My father was definitely more strict than my mother. Okay, um, but I, I feel like I had a lot of grace. Yeah, for me,
0: it's my mom's more strict than my dad. Like my dad, me and my dad have a little bit better understanding than me and my mom. Like me and my, me and my dad would get something, and then me and my mom, she'd be like, "Well, why didn't you just do this?" But my dad understands it, so I right. get it. Yeah, you said children need to be raised off love, and I feel like, especially in this generation. I'm not saying that parents don't love their kids, but it's not shown enough. Right. Like, right. it's not shown that, hey, like, I love you. I'll go beyond for you. It's just more so I'm making sure you have a house over your head. I'm I'm putting food in your stomach. But kids need more than that. Right. Like, I always tell people this. Like, I feel like as fathers, if you're just providing, but you're not doing anything else, then you're not really being a dad.
1: Right. That's because good. you
0: can easily, like, provide, but... Children need that support. They need that love. Like, my dad never missed a basketball game. That always sticks with me. So, when I have a kid, I want to make sure, like, I never miss Mm -hmm. any of their sporting events because my dad was there. And he was a busy man, but he still made sure, like, it was a priority to him as opposed to doing something else. And that's something that I feel like, especially me, when I have kids, like, I can carry that Mm -hmm. on to my kids because that was something that I, you know, I remember. Right. Like we've never like ever since I remember growing up, like we've never lived in like a bad neighborhood. That's mm-hmm. something that I want to continue right. with my kids. You know what I'm saying? That peace of mind and that security as mm-hmm. opposed to growing up in the hood. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Right. If, that, if That's your circumstance right. by yeah. any stretch of means. But like having that, I, I was able, it was more of a solid foundation. Like just looking off my mom and dad's relationship, like I see that he loves her. So now I know like, okay, this is how I need to love a woman. Because yeah. I feel like that's also part of, what's going on wrong with this generation It's too many broken homes. But I consider a broken home different than most people. Like I feel like you can co-parent in separate houses, but it's still not be a broken home because there's still unity there. Exactly. But there's broken homes to where there's no unity. You do what you do. I do what I do. And I feel like as parents, whether we're together or not, it needs to be a united front. Right. That's good. Because if it is not a united front, Mm -hmm. then the kids is going to get away with everything.
1: Right there's a, there's, a oh, there's so many okay let me start here so so with my daughter um from my you know my my ex mm-hmm. I got divorced once remarried and so I remember you know we were uh definitely incompatible that's a good <laughs> word that I'll say but we always made the agreement okay. that we were going to be um respectful mm-hmm. we were going to be supportive we were going to be nice through all the disagreements we had we were going to still respect each other based on our child. Okay. Because the way in which parents interact with each other can have a direct impact on our child. Okay. And I think one of the great things we've been able to do with our daughter, although we've had some disagreements, is that we've still always been amicable or peaceful, Mm -hmm. respectful, loving in front of our daughter even to the point where Mm. we're we're from where I'm never putting each other down. Mm. No matter how mad we get, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to put you down. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be vindictive because at the end of the day, that is your child's mother, whether or not the relationship worked out or not. Mm -hmm. And everyone needs their mother and their father in relationship. And so number one, I think that's really important to have a united front, regardless if you're together or not, for Mm -hmm. the betterment of your child, exactly. Um, moving forward now, when we do a love, love's a very interesting thing because you know there's different multifacets of love, mm-hmm. and love is not. I like to always say it's not a feeling; it's a choice. So mm, that is that is true. So is so, true. so it's not based on how you feel; it's that you decide to do it. Mm. So when we deal with the parent loving their their kids, mm-hmm. I'm making the choice to do it despite mm-hmm. how I feel or despite how they may treat me in a certain situation. Right? Mm-hmm. We're dealing with love. But to go a step farther, there's different ways in which people desire to be loved. So there's a book, and I'm sure many are familiar with, it's called The Five Love Languages. Mm-hmm. And in the book, Dr. Chapman talks about how people have different love languages. And so I think it's really important when it comes to your kids, how do they feel your love? Mm-hmm. Because some may feel it through gifts, some may feel it through affirmation, some may feel it through time. I mean, there's a, there, there's a variety of ways, mm-hmm. quality time may be one. So you got to understand how does that love uh, portray with your children And then being able to maximize that Mm -hmm. because I think, you know, one of the things that I've learned is my daughter, I'm on the road. I live in a different state. So it's a little different as far as being there all the time. But Mm -hmm. one thing she knows, I've always been supportive. And one of the greatest sacrifices that I made in a, in an inflation community is I've kept my place in Long Beach. So Mm -hmm. every month I fly out there, Mm -hmm. I make sure I'm there to see her in person and to support despite being on the other side of the country. And that bill in itself, not to be bicoastal, not mm-hmm. to be in LA and Miami. No, that bill in itself to be to my and my daughter's life mm-hmm. every month is an extra set of costs that mm-hmm. literally is a sacrifice from where we could be. It's a sacrifice if I was a commitment, if I wasn't make, yeah, your commitment as well, flying mm-hmm. all the way across the country. So um, definitely, I think, and I think my daughter appreciates that. I think mm-hmm. she she sees that for sure.
0: Okay, I wonder. Yeah, that, that's amazing because I remember when my dad moved down here and we were still up north. He made that he would I think he would fly home twice or twice a month. Mm-hmm. And now like I ain't get it growing up. But now that I'm old, I was just I just got a long relationship. I was driving up I was flying up North once a month and I'm like, this is expensive. Like <laughs> yeah, I is, can't even it, imagine doing this twice is. a month. I was like, sheesh. Yeah. Um, I wanted to touch on this. I feel like when sometimes parents like they'll say certain stuff. Mm-hmm. And they may be wrong. And I feel like sometimes parents don't apologize to their kids. And I right. feel like that is very important because you're teaching your kid, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I want to apologize as opposed to, oh, well, you don't need an apology. I feel like that's a big thing right. in this community because if you're wrong, just say sorry. It's not right. that big of a deal because, exactly. like, instead of like, and then sometimes, like, it'd be culture to be like, where you may be having a conversation with your kid and you'd be like, oh, watch that back talk. But it's not necessarily back talk. Yeah. It's, it's just, I think sometimes as parents, we forget. Or parents forget how to um, understand when a child is speaking their mind and when you perceive it back talk. Because sometimes when kids speak their mind, you may think it's back talk, but really it's just it's just their opinion on stuff. Right.
1: And I, I yeah, yeah, definitely got to be forgiving. Again, that's the aspect of love. Mm-hmm. Love is forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a, a huge attribute of love mm-hmm. is that you're forgiving. I think you're transparent. You're humble. I like to use the word humility. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. you know, humility is like saying, you know what, I am wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, Let's correct this Let's make it better And I think that's a huge thing And I think Mm -hmm. that goes A really long way As far as transparency As far as vulnerability Mm -hmm. And helping your child Understand that no one Is perfect Exactly And I think that's Really really important as well Understand that no one Is perfect And um, I I love that concept Absolutely Exactly Because
0: sometimes i just be i would be looking at parents And i just be like So you don't want to be Vulnerable with your kids Mm -hmm. You don't want to Apologize to your kids But you expect your kids To do what you Want them to do Right but you're not willing to say you're sorry when you're sorry. Right. Or when you mess up. Right. That's true. Yeah.
1: And I also want to say another thing about talk back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think it's good for his kids to speak up, actually. Mm, I agree I with you. I guess it's the way in which you do it, though, right? Correct. So um, my father used to tell me something when he was growing up, and I, I have another friend that talked about this that with their family, they would gather at the table and they would have debates. Mm, and so in that, like that. in that debating process, it teaches your children mm-hmm. how to communicate, how to advocate, and how to voice their opinion. And I, I like think that's that really important because those are critical lessons as you get older. Exactly. And another thing I like to always say is parenting is basically leadership. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So there's a, there's a popular scripture that says um, if you want to become a bishop, then you must first take care of your family. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, people always make the notion that put family first. That's a whole nother conversation for another day. Because um, I, I believe God's purpose comes first. That's mm-hmm. my, I know everyone doesn't agree with me on that, but that's just my that's just my mm-hmm. personal opinion. But there's a truth in that because if you can manage your family well, if you can lead your kids well, you'll be able to lead other people. Mm-hmm. well. I agree because with you. Because the that. same con, the same the same attributes that you are exemplifying in your household, mm-hmm. you hopefully should be inter, uh, you should be exemplifying in other places as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, there's a little. Do not you're not just dealing with your kid, but mm-hmm. there's some very big truths there. That could be really beneficial um, moving forward. I
0: agree. Sometimes, like, I wish, like, certain things growing up, me and my parents, did wish they would apologize. But when I know when I have kids, because I'm about to be 33 in, like, a month. Okay. okay. Like, I know, like, I want to take all the good things they did, but also want to be like, okay, I remember they did this. Like, I want to make sure that me and my kids have that understanding, like, hey, do you have a problem? Yep. You can address me like an adult. Right. But yeah. just make sure it's in a respectful way and we can have a conversation. Like yeah. if you feel like I did this when I should have did this, I'm explaining to you as to why I did this. And if I feel like your argument is good enough, then I'd be like, okay, I'll do it your way next time. Right. As opposed to being like, oh, well, no, I'm the parent. I'm going to do it my way. When, it could, when your child could actually have a legit better way. Right. Exactly. I feel like sometimes like some parents just aren't, Open-minded Like Mm -hmm. I don't know If it's because of how Like Their parents were raised Because I feel like Yeah you can take Some parenting styles From your parents Mm -hmm. But you also gotta remember That each kid is different Absolutely Like you're not gonna be Like especially now In this generation Like back in the day they just be like Go get a switch And it's coming You, right. you, you can't do that now Like right. you am saying You got people Trying to rat you out For being your own kid right. like, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For, for, for doing what the Bible says Right like, now, Well not only what the Bible says uh, I don't know
1: about y'all But I know that That helped me a lot to say mm-hmm. the trial exactly. To know that 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 was coming my way
0: Oh yeah That, that helped me a lot <laughs> Exactly Like I'd be like I remember I was having A conversation with my parents I was like Without all them whoopings I don't know where I'd be right now Because y'all just let me do Whatever I wanted to do i will probably be in a cell somewhere Right But because y'all gave me That discipline and that structure Like I understand it now Like I get it Like when I have kids I'm gonna be like I don't So I have like a a rule Like I feel like You shouldn't really At least for my aspect You should have really started Like disciplining your kids To maybe like I would say from like First grade To like Eighth grade Okay And after that like we got we, we work out some type of different punishment. So if, if the whoopers ain't working for you, okay, you want to go out with your friends, you can't do that. Yeah, I'll take your PS Five away. I'll take your game away. Right, like right. you said, yeah. Until we figure out something that because may not work for everybody, yeah. but if I feel like this is going to help better, like you 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 got the PS Five, you just want to play it, and Madden just came out, I'm taking it away. Right. Because you ain't do what you're supposed to do. Exactly. And then after you do what you're supposed to do, we'll have a talk, and if you and I feel like you 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 grasp. What I was trying to teach you, I'll give it back to you.
1: Yeah, and also I think you got to set the example. So, mm-hmm. so, so, me and my wife have an interesting uh, uh, journey, right? So. When my son was younger My wife was real like You know don't be doing that You know because I did some I did some crazy things So like one time he acted up I took his toy I broke it and I threw it out I mean I did some very <laughs> I did some very extreme stuff You know what I'm saying I didn't touch it But I did some extreme stuff mm-hmm. But the reason I did the extreme stuff Is because I wanted to let him know You can't play with your dad Because your dad is crazy mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. So it was all a setup.
0: You got to set that boundary I'm setting the boundary mm-hmm. When he's young Because when they're young
1: They're like oh man my dad is crazy I ain't mm-hmm. fooling with him mm-hmm. And his mom was like Oh you're being Too much, you're doing too much, and she would always criticize me. But now, when my son acts up and I say something, immediately he'll listen. Mm -hmm. With his mom, they have a whole nother relationship and conversation on. Mm -hmm. And so I expressed her, I said, I wasn't trying to hurt him, I wasn't trying to traumatize him, but I wanted to get I want to make it clear, like I'm crazy, and you need to listen to what your Mm -hmm. father says. So from there, it becomes more easier to discipline. You know what I'm saying? It becomes more easier to listen, Mm -hmm. and my my son loves me, so it's not like he knows I'm not trying to. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? But I have to set the tone to a degree, where it it really hits him. That's and my son, I had to go kind of extreme. Even with
0: my dad, like at the early age, he said like he was the fun parent, but he was also like. Hey, like he he hey, hey. You, you you straighten up real quick because you know, like <laughs> yeah. you don't want that, <laughs> like you don't. <laughs> yeah. You even to this day, he got old man strip. I I don't want no smoke. With my dad, you know how people get yep. old. They be like, "Take your dad." No, I can't take him. Nah, No, nah, nah, I can't. Nah, Not nah, even nah. close. I don't nah, want nah. no smoke. He be like, "You want to go?" Like, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you want to take out trash? I got you. Yep, like, yep. I don't. I don't need. I don't need my chest caved in. Like, I'm. I'm cool right Absolutely, now. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> you know exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yep, yep. I'm cool right now. So I want to switch over to uh, the parent of corner segment, and then after that, we'll get done. Okay. Um. So, the first question is, I have like a struggle of the week. So if you could try to remember or even recently like a struggle that happened in your household mm-hmm. and then how you handled it versus how you should have handled it.
1: Okay. Just in my household, a struggle mm-hmm. that came up in our household that I can handle. Or
0: even like parenting wise. Parenting wise. What's a struggle that came up? Um, man, that's a really, really
1: good question. I'm really ask, we, it's been, it's been really good. So I might, what do I think about? Um, man, I got to think about, it. give me the next question. I'll come okay. back to that. Me...
0: Um, how do you view yourself as a father?
1: Oh, I view myself as, I view myself as a guy. Okay. So what I mean by that, I believe that I'm in my kid's life to guide them, to empower mm. them to succeed. One of the things I talk okay. about when it comes to parenting is my responsibility is to identify what I believe God has called them to do. So I'm consistently asking my kid, what are you good at? What mm. do you want to do in the future? Where do you see yourself? So I'm always kind of investigate what I see them doing. And then based on that, mm-hmm. I resource and push them in that direction. Okay. So, like, so, for instance, my daughter now, she wants, she wants to play basketball, right? So, obviously, I get her into camps, and I'm getting her into things to where she can, I'm playing with her. I'm having mm-hmm. her go to the gym with me, be on my team. Yeah, that's major. Working on jump shots so she can, thinking about who's the best coach, who's the mm-hmm. best trainer, invest in that. My daughter, I found, had a voice, and so when she had a voice, I prayed for and I bought singing lessons so she can work on her voice. Okay. So what I do is I try to identify where her strengths are. And then I try to resource that. And I try to fund that while also letting her become who she wants to be versus me telling her what to do. Mm. Um, and then with my son, there's been a prophecy. I mean, everyone can say he's going to play football one day. Mm-hmm. So, Although he has no idea what this is, because of what I've heard, I've put him in those positions okay. where he can do that. He also wants to speak. He said, I want to talk. He's like, you know, he has my manners. He mm-hmm. wants to be a speaker. So I can't do it now because he's a little younger but we're working on how can you be a speaker how do you work on your introduction okay so it's so for me it's all a matter of and also God I so I pray for my kids mm-hmm. worship I do all that because like so for instance me and my wife do it so much in front of my son my son prays worships he I mean he's a, it's he they call him a preacher right now like but I think that's because of the environment in which we create okay and so I'm very intentional about what I do mm. to help them go where they need to go to.
0: That's that's a big thing, because I know growing up, I really wanted to be a basketball player. Uh-huh. But I remember we was having this conversation with me and my dad, my parents living back in Jersey. Yeah. He told me early on, he was like, hey, look, I ain't going to hold you. hmm You're kind of short. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're not going to be an NBA player. But he yeah. was like, what you could do, you like sports and you like to speak. hmm You could become like a sports broadcaster.
1: Right. And that
0: led me into the direction of going to fam. And then if I never would have got, if he, he, I was in broadcasting camp from, I want to say like 13 to when I finished high school, 17. Okay. So maybe maybe even 11. So those six years, Mm -hmm. like even though I never finished, I had a leg up on the people that went to, that was in my, in my journalism class because I knew, okay. I can do radio. I can do play-by-play radio, but yeah. being the an anchor, I can't do that because I don't know how to read off the teleprompter and not make it seem like I'm reading mm, off the teleprompter. That's good. Yeah. So I knew early on, even though I didn't finish. That led to what we're doing right now, right? Because yeah. I would have never done this, yeah. not having that experience. So that, I, I agree with that a thousand percent. Absolutely, a Absolutely. thousand percent. Um, do you have a funny dad story that's happened to you?
1: A funny dad story? Mm-hmm. What's <laughs>
0: man? Yeah. What's a funny
1: dad story? That's uh, I guess the pranks, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um my son always likes to do pranks. Okay. Um so I, I gotta I gotta what what's some pranks that he's done that really uh I gotta man, I gotta think about it. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know got, I know I know I'm just some good. I, I feel because I literally I normally have these you know, you're questions. Good. You're good. But um some funny stories, some things that happen. Um I would just say the pranks. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like normally my son, he'll hide stuff and say, you know, and, and I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And like, oh, you're fooled you, you fooled you or stuff like that. Okay. I guess that may be a little prank. All right. Um but yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Th- I Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's- um, give us some fatherly advice. Fatherly advice. Oh, there's a lot. I think number one, put God first. Okay. I so my first fatherly advice is put put God first in all that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another big one that I'm that I'm learning is being disciplined. Mm. I think disciplining your habits, and when I say disciplining your habits, disciplining things that make you better. Okay. So what do I need to do each day to make me a better father? Mm. Um, So what, what, what habits, what books, what do I need to listen to? Um, What, what do I need to work on Mm. in order to make sure that I'm giving my best every day? What are some self care practices that I can do on another day? Mm. Um, I think that's really important because I think habits are so important. And when you put together habits, you can actually perform better. And so many Mm. times, As parents, you can become overwhelmed, tired. Mm -hmm. And so one of your habits can be self-care habits. How are you taking care of yourself? How are you taking care of mental breaks? How are you keeping the strength to juggle so many different things Mm -hmm. at one time? Because really, you know, as a father, you have a lot of responsibilities. Mm -hmm. I mean, I look at my life sometimes and I think about it, right? I have kids on two different parts of the country. I'm married. I have three businesses. Well, two businesses. I do ministry. I have all these things going on. Mm -hmm. How do you do it? I do it through habits. I do it through putting God first and knowing that he'll give me the strength to do everything I need to do, which leads me to a point I was going to share earlier. And I'll never forget. I got this word of wisdom, and I think this is definitely going to hit someone out there. Okay. I'll never forget that a woman told me, when you have kids, God will always provide. Mm. That was one of the most powerful Mm. truths I've ever heard in my life because – when I have kids and there's challenges financially, how am I going to provide? Mm-hmm. If you trust God, he will always give you what you need to take care of your kids. If you believe. Mm. And the other second word of wisdom on top of that, I want to say is I had, I was under a preacher in LA Bishop Clarence McClendon. And um, he had three kids and he used to, he's a traveling evangelist, So he's on the road a lot. And he says something I'll never forget with my daughter. He said, when you do God's business, God will take care of your kids. Mm, and that mm. was really powerful because as I was traveling, I was on the road. You know, you think, well, I'm not there enough, God. I'm not giving that support. Mm-hmm. But if I do his business, he'll take care of everything else. And that's been one of the words I've stuck on because as though, although I travel, I'm on the road, although I'm by coastal me and my daughter still have a great relationship. Mm. Obviously, I'm doing my part, but I need God to fill in the gap in mm-hmm. certain places in and, and which to help me there as well.
0: Okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah, those, those are some gems. those yeah, are def- you, those you are, know, those are definitely some because yeah, I didn't think of it like that. I was like, I understand the responsibilities, but just everything you were saying, I was thinking like, I didn't even really think of, think of it like that. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, if you had to dad draft, right, round one, round one through seven, where would you fall and what pick and why?
1: Oh, if I, if I was raiding myself? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd give myself a five. Okay. i give myself a five. I okay. think that I could probably spend more time. All right. And I think that I could probably deposit more wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's been my biggest thing, especially with my daughter. I feel like there's there's more that I want to just impart. Mm-hmm. Because I think one of the things of a generational blessing is wisdom. Okay. Um, even one that I've been thinking about lately is health. So, So, for instance, I just went to the hospital and I realized... That I had high blood sugar Which I'm bringing down Mm -hmm. But I realized that Certain things like High blood sugar Blood pressure And other things Could be genetics Yes So there's a good chance That your parents Dealt with what you dealt with Yes So in talking with your parents About what they did To prevent Or to overcome that challenge That's That's health That's a health blessing Mm -hmm. But a lot of times I don't know if parents Share that with their kids Yeah they don't
0: Not until it's too late It'd be like Oh, they in the hospital, and it's like, yeah, like, cancer runs in my family. Like, you just now telling me, and I'm, like, 45? Like right, exactly. You could have told me this at, like, 20-something. Exactly. Because exactly. now, like, it may be too late for me. Maybe it's already, I, may, I could have avoided it by eating certain stuff, but now I can't avoid it because it's already here. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what I call generational blessing. You know, it's not just money. It's not just finances. There's mm-hmm. wisdom. There's insight. There's health, and there's value. So I would give myself a five because I think there's definitely more that I could give and more okay. that I can empower. I don't know if my kids would say that. They seem to be very happy, but for me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, really uh, leaving something for them, I'm also just m- more, moving more towards where I can give them more inheritance okay if that makes sense to, that makes sense you know um, that's a process, uh, but you give you know if it's possible where I could give my my kids a house, you know what I'm saying when okay. they get older, you know that's a really big deal, but that takes that takes time, that takes process mm-hmm. um, as we go along
0: I, I, I like it. I like it. We're going to wrap it up. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you have any social media you want to share or no? Oh I'm yeah, social
1: media. So I'm on Instagram, dr. Doc, dr. Joshua Fredenberg. LinkedIn. Please connect me on okay. LinkedIn. Facebook. Um, I don't do TikTok, which I should, but I'm pretty much I'm out there. So okay, yeah, yeah right. I'm out there for so sure.
0: So everything, everything for the same. Everything
1: for the same. Yeah, got yeah. You. Just okay, just okay. hit me up and um yeah, and I got YouTube. I got your YouTube channel as well.
0: Okay, yeah, just send me the link so I could put that in the episode details. Okay, sure. I will definitely definitely. Okay. Um, so y'all know y'all can find me, man. Uh, com. If you want to start a podcast, you hear how we sell. I'm going to get you right. I'm going to get you pristine. As you already know, this is an average Joe media production and, uh, follow the Instagram baby daddy chronicles pod on Twitter, baby daddy, crying, uh, the YouTube. I'm going to put that in the episode details as well. Subscribe, share. If you hear, if you see a dad, they may need this. Share it with a dad, share it with a, with, with, with the, uh, Upcoming dad, you know, I'm saying a soon to be an inspecting dad, because this is all that the podcast is. Uh Facebook, I started a group, Baby Daddy Chronicles. So I'm about to start ramping that up soon. That's just gonna be basically for somewhere where I could put the podcast where other dads can share, but also a safe space for dads. So let's say like I'm a new dad and you're in the group and you have like and I have questions, you're able to answer those, so we can just create one big community because that's what it takes. It takes a community, whether you know the person or not, it takes a community to help raise kids. So um, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. It's your future favorite Baby Daddy signing off. Thank you for getting on once again. Thank you so and much. I'm gonna Good see to be y'all on. For, I'm going to see y'all next week. Peace. If you enjoy what you're from Baby Daddy Chronicles Podcast, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod and on Twitter at Baby Daddy Cron. If you want to watch the videos, subscribe to our YouTube at Average Joe Media LLC, which is also in the bio, and then you'll go to Baby Daddy Chronicles and then you'll see all the videos for that. If you want to join the community, Go on Facebook to Baby Daddy Chronicles. It's a group, and you'll see there. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, follow the group and stay up to date with the podcast. And also be a safe space for fathers and parents as well. Don't forget to leave us a subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and leave us a review as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for laughing, and I hope you continue to enjoy the content. Daddy crime. Ready. I ain't a nobody. As a father, guess I feel like I'm somebody. My life is my kid, so I tell about it. And I swear it's all about that.